You're listening to Humanize Me with Bart Campolo. Hey everybody, welcome back to what is going to be a very brief episode of Humanize Me. Um, I'm Bart Campolo. And this is my podcast. And the reason it's going to be brief this week is because last week was crazy long. Um, My interview with Jim Mulholland, who I loved, and that's why it was crazy long, because I just got so interested in what he was saying. And I actually have another interview that I could put up this week, but I'm going to postpone it and I'm going to do the short podcast because next week's interview, I talked to somebody else and I was totally interested in them and fell in love with them. And then it went on too long. And, and so I'm posting this brief one kind of in honor of my sister-in-law, Mary, and all the other people who have written to me and said like, love this podcast, love the conversations, love the ideas, but man, you talk too long. And I do. I not only talk too long, but I also stammer and say like too much. Um, and I'm going and um too much like I just did. And I'm going to really try to be conscious of pausing instead of stammering. Of using words like said and replied rather than was like or like. And of just trying to wrap this thing up and I've got a lot of things to share in a very short period of time so this is going to be a little bit of news one big idea quickly and then if you want more you can come back next week I'm going to try to alternate the long and the short because it's crazy out of hand this week's episode by the way is sponsored by nobody I mean in terms of money nobody but it may be sponsored by nobody but this week's episode is inspired by the Yosemite National Park, where Marty and I were last weekend. Oh my goodness. I haven't been back there in 30 years. And if you've never been to Yosemite, I, I it, it is one of the great visual experiences of my life. And just... You've seen, probably you've seen, if you're my age or, or around there, you've, you've heard of or seen Ansel Adams' black and white photographs of Yosemite. If not, th- th- you should Google them. And, and, and what's funny is like, I mean, honestly, I will, Yosemite is so amazing. You don't even need to be Ansel Adams. I'll put up some of my cruddy iPhone incompetently taken photographs, and even they're pretty amazing. It's just a wondrous place. And, and the great thing about it is, is it's one of those places at which you realize that human scale is just your own personal point of view, but it's not the, the, the world, the earth even, is not humanly scaled. Um, there's big stuff going on that's way bigger than human scale. And what's funny is, is that then underneath the forest floor, there's little stuff going on. While we were up there, I would listen to this Radio Lab podcast, and I'll I'll print I'll put a I'll put a link to that up as well about what's happening under the forest floor at a place like Yosemite, and how the trees, not just of the same species but of different species, are interacting with each other through a tubular network of fungi who are symbiotically relating to them. It's just what's happening on a micro scale and what's happening on a macro scale. Just it, both of them humble the heck out of you. Um, but 
But anyway, we were up at Yosemite. It was amazing. I'll post some photographs if you're interested. Um, but, and, and, and all of that. Oh, did you hear that stammer? There's the problem. And I'm working on it. Okay, listen. The other thing I want to tell you is, is some of you have probably come over here from a podcast called Homebrewed Christianity because this week I was the featured guest on Homebrewed Christianity, which is a podcast run by an old friend of mine named Trip Fuller, who's like this hyper-theological guy, and he's got all these kind of heady theological discussions going on, basically with a bunch of Christians who, from my perspective, are like trying to hang in there even though they're probably too smart for traditional Christianity, so they're working it. And um, it was really cool to have this conversation. Although, Trip, this is a huge podcast. Like, he has a huge listener base. And yet, the recording is so sketchy. I'm thinking, like, what happened in the engineering department there? But So if you can suffer through it, it's a really cool conversation. And um, But if you already suffered through it and you came over here, hopefully at least, you know, my intelligence may not be great, but my sound quality, I'm thinking, might be a step up for you. So, okay, look, the other reason this is going to be brief is because it's I, I'm on my way down to the University of Southern California because it's the first day of classes there. And as many of you know, I am the humanist chaplain at the University of Southern California. And it's funny because, you know, you tell people the, you're the humanist chaplain, you're the secular chaplain down there. And they're like, what is that? What do you do? And basically what I always tell them is, is that just as the Jewish rabbi at the Hillel house is there to nurture the spiritual lives of all the Jewish students and the, the various forms of Christian folk are there and the Muslim chaplain are there to, to nurture the spiritual lives of the Christian and Muslim students down there. I'm the guy who's there to nurture and to organize and to inspire all the young people who want to make the world a better place, who want to have better relationships, who want to cultivate a sense of gratitude and wonder for the privilege of being alive, and who don't believe in God. And it's funny because when I tell kids, like, that's what I do down there, they sort of go, hey, that's what I am. I... I if that's what a humanist is, that's what I am. And I say, well, if that's what you are, you're part of my little fellowship and you should come become a part of our community. And we do. We have a, 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 something called the Secular Student Fellowship down there that meets every Monday night to have great conversations about making the most of our lives using insights from science and using insights from the, the rest of the world. Um, and Marty and I throw these uh, Sunday night dinners for students, these fellowship dinners that... You know, for for want of a better explanation, they probably feel like youth group. If you if you ever grew up in any kind of youth group, it's 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 like youth group except for just a really lovely group of secular young people. So anyway, you could find out all about that by going to my website bartcampolo.org. You could find out about counseling and coaching if you're stuck in some place in your life and you'd like to talk to somebody who's sort of objective, but you sort of know is on your side, that would be me. Um, and if you want to see Yosemite pictures, it's all there at barcampola.org. But what isn't there is this little suggestion that I've got for you. Because as I was talking 
with some folks about the group at USC recently here in Los Angeles. They said, gosh, I wish I was a college student so I could be part of a group like that. And I, I was reminded once again of how many people feel isolated. And, 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 and I got an email last week from one of you folks listening and, and I'll read it to you. It's from, it's from a listener named Bob and Bob writes, dear Bart, after listening to your discussion with Hemet Mehta a few weeks ago, my wife Marion said that she had never heard anyone talk about death in such a helpful way. Well, that, that felt nice to hear. It's encouraging. We're going to be regular listeners from now on, and we also want to begin donating regularly starting in September. But then this is the line that really stuck with me. Bob writes, we live right in the middle of the Bible Belt. So it is very difficult to have any meaningful conversations with neighbors. We just need a little encouragement occasionally. Bye for now. Enjoy your week. And thank you for what you've done for me and Marion. Your humanist brother, Bob. So Bob says, look, we live in the middle of the Bible Belt, so it's very difficult to have any meaningful conversations with neighbors. And I thought, I hear that from people all over the place. I mean, a lot from people in very Christian or very Muslim communities who feel isolated, secular folks or, 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 or post-Christian or post-Islamic folks who are like, I don't know who to talk to now. But I hear it from people all over the place. And so today, I got a simple suggestion for you, Bob and Marion, and for anyone else who's feeling like it's really hard to get into meaningful conversations, to, to feel any kind of sense of camaraderie or fellowship around this secular pursuit of goodness. And I guess the first thing I'm going to say to you is, is that you feel alone, but I promise you, you are not alone, even in your own community. Wherever I go, because I'm sort of vocal, because, because when people say, what do you do? I tell them and I tell them about my journey. Wherever I go, I'm sort of like always raising a flag saying, um, I'm over here and I'm a secular person who's really excited about pursuing goodness. People always come out of the woodwork and say, hey, don't tell anybody else. Can I talk to you privately? Can, I, step, step in, can you step behind this wall with me? I'm with you. I feel that way. What should I read? What are, you, what, what, what are you listening to lately? They want to talk about how to pursue this kind of lifestyle. And so they're, I know they're out there. I know they're everywhere. The question is, how do you find them? And, and, and my answer, you know, because it's, it's fairly easy for me to do this, is to kind of raise my personal flag and say, not in a militant way, not, I'm an atheist and I'm against all you Christians and if there are any other people that hate religion, join with me. You know, not to carry around a Richard Dawkins book and smash people over the head with it, but rather to just say out loud, this is what I'm trying to do. This is who I'm trying to be. Not this is who I am. This is not, not this is what I've achieved not this is what I've accomplished, but rather this is what I'm aiming for. I'm trying to figure out what it would mean to pursue a good life on the other side of faith. Or I'm trying to become an authentic human being. And, and 
for a long time I did that as a believer, but I can't believe in God anymore. So now I'm trying to figure out how to do it as a, as a, as a former believer. Or, or maybe sometimes you might just say like, this is what I'm listening to. Or this is a book I just read. And you don't even have to say you agree with it. Just say, this is a book I've just read, and it's got me thinking. Or here's a, po- you, you, here's a podcast I listen to. You could send somebody a link to my podcast. You could send a friend a link to my podcast and say, I've been listening to this guy. And I don't know what I think of what he's saying. Now, you may know what you think. You may think, yeah, that stuff Bart's talking about, that's what I want to do. But you don't have to come out and say it. You just say, this is something that's captured my imagination. What do you think of it? And the more people you ask, what do you think? This is what I'm trying to do. What are you trying to do? I don't feel like I connect with the church thing as much as I used to, but I'm not sure what to do next. The more you articulate, not your answers, but your questions, not your product, but your process, the more people are going to go like, you know what? I've been thinking about that same thing. Or you know what? I listened to that podcast or I read that article you you mentioned. Um, I can see why it confuses you. It confuses me a little bit too. See, if you get, if you get real militant and say, this is where I'm at, then, then it sort of challenges other people. And what they notice is the differences between where they are and where you are. But if you say like, this is what I'm thinking about, another person may be thinking about the same thing from a different angle. And sometimes it can be a way in. Now, listen, I'm going to get really radical for you, you know, like Bob and Marion out there in the Bible Belt. Here's a thought. A few weeks ago, Marty and I realized that we were kind of feeling a little bit isolated here in Los Angeles. I mean, we know a lot of people, but a lot of them are college kids. And as much as I love college kids and I love hanging out with them, you want to develop some like creaky old adult conversation. And so we ended up sending out an email and I'll, I'll post this email on the website too, um, that we sent out to a bunch of our friends just sort of saying like, you know what? We're missing fellowship. We're missing churchy kind of stuff. So we're going to start having a weekly dinner party. And you're invited. And here's what we're going to talk about at the party. And here's how it's going to work. And don't feel any pressure to come. But if you want to, you can come. Now, that's that's like a big step. Like, that's like you're starting a weekly gathering. I wouldn't suggest that to you, Bob and Marion. But you know what I would suggest? Have a dinner party. And, and invite a few nice friends. And again, don't say to them, you have to agree with us to come. But just say, look. I've been thinking about pursuing goodness in a way that doesn't have to do with believing in God. And I'd love to talk. I want to have a conversation about that. We want to have a conversation about that. And so we're wondering if you'd want to come over and just talk about that with us and a few other friends. And, you know, you have six or eight people over and the transition can be hard. Like you're eating dinner and everybody's just sort of chatting. And then at some point, one of you actually has to stop and say, Hey, I, I hate to like, impose this on the conversation, but I'm just wondering, like, the thing I really wanted to talk about tonight is, I'm just wondering if anybody has any thoughts about X, or or I read this article, and it made me think this, and I just wondered, and then you ask a question. Sometimes the question might be as simple as, everybody's got a spiritual journey. I'm wondering if, like, if we could just go around the table and talk about, like, the religious context we grew up in, and how we've changed since then you will be amazed like 
it sounds really like, oh gosh, I, I use like again. I'm sorry. I'm trying. If, if, if only my wife were here to just hit me on the wrist every time I lapse. What you're going to find out is, is that as scary as it may sound when somebody says to you, hey, what kind of religious world did you grow up in? As long as you're not asking them, what do you believe? Or, or, or as long as you're not asking them, what do you think is the right and wrong thing to do? If you just say, like, tell me where you're coming from, people will tell their stories. And you, you want to make it loose. You're just saying, like, hey, would anybody be willing to share that story? And, and you want to have at least one person sort of planted who says, I'll start if nobody else will. I think you'll be surprised at how fast that evening goes by. And you might even be surprised that people are like, hey, can we do this again in a few weeks? Because I didn't get to, t- I, we didn't even get to my story. Or I wanted to hear Joe's story. I think there's a hunger out there for these kind of conversations. And everybody thinks they're the only one hungry. And so my, my bit of advice today for those of you that are in humanist land, or that are at least exploring the possibility of approaching life as a secular goodness pursuer, is that you're not alone, but but somebody's got to initiate the conversation. And you may not be like an organizer, and you may not be a speaker or even a confident person. I'm not asking you to lead with your answers. I'm not asking you to lead with your certainty. I'm saying like your questions, that just your t- your interest is enough to spark a meaningful conversation. But you got to be a little more intentional about it. Instead of trying to slip it in, be overt and say to somebody, hey, there's this conversation I want to have. Sometimes it's even just a one-on-one thing. Hey, there's this, there's this thing I've been thinking about a lot about I've been trying to figure out my spirituality or I've been trying to figure out what I do with the whole religious background that I grew up in. And I'm just wondering, like, could we have lunch and have a conversation about it? All I'm saying is, is that A lot of times when it comes to religion, people try to be subtle or they try to manipulate or they try to like slip it into conversation, have it come up naturally. And what I would say is that the most natural thing you can do is to be honest about the fact that this is something you want to talk about. And I think it puts people at ease when you just say, listen. This is something I've read. This is something I've listened to. This is something I'm thinking about. And I just want to know what you think. So there's my suggestion. I'm going to cut it off here. Hopefully it gives you something to think about. Maybe the devotional thought today is, is there a way that I slash we could initiate a conversation that might not only be a blessing to us, but that might be a blessing a good thing in somebody else's life as well. So there you go. And next week we'll have another cool interview. And if you want to hear about or check out any of the stuff I just talked about, it's all at barkcampola.org. You should go there, you know, but here's the thing, like that's it. I'm off to the university of Southern California to spend time with students today. I hope you have a great day. There's so much of it left because if my, if my little, clock is right we got this thing in under 20 minutes so there mary 
I'm listening. So there to all of you. Go get them. Ready, set, go live your lives. For more information about the work of Bar Campolo, please visit barcampolo.org. Hey.